Welcome back to Schoolyard Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm Nosis Podcast Lane Frank. We are now in episode number 21. We're 21 episodes through, and there's a lot to unpack in this episode. The Super Bowl is set. It's going to be this week, the Super Bowl. Bucks Chiefs, Nolan Arenado got traded to the Cardinals. Matthew Stafford got traded to the Rams. Jared Goff got traded to the Lions. There's going to be a lot to unpack in this episode number 21. Stay tuned for Score Sports with Lane Frank. Let's jump right into the headlines. In the NBA, Nikola Jokic might just win MVP this season. He's absolutely going off. I think he'd be the first center ever since Shaq to win MVP. And Joel Embiid, he might be up there for MVP. Paul George, even LeBron, a couple other guys. You know, it's going to be a good MVP race this year. But Nikola Jokic is just on fire. They blew out the Jazz. I pay, I said that they were better than the Jazz in the episode. The Sixers beat the Lakers. And the Lakers beat the Celtics. I said those were the top two teams in the NBA. I'm sticking with that prediction. That was a great game to watch, Lakers-Celtics. I'm sticking with those are the top two teams in the NBA. Let's move to the NFL. Matthew Stafford has been traded to the Rams. And I don't want to give my trade grade on this yet because I'll probably get that later down in the episode. But just like, Jared, it's not the greatest deal for the Rams. Like, Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, and I understand you don't want to waste, like, Jalen Ramsey's prime or Aaron Donald's prime, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, all those guys. But I would maybe even take Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford at this point. You're not going to get Deshaun Watson. You don't have enough draft capital for that. But, like, you're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. They tried for that. They're not going to get him. But, like, even someone like, maybe even, like, trade up for, like, a top five pick or something. Get, like, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. I don't I don't know. Maybe get, like, Carson Wentz. Matthew Stafford, good player. I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do in L.A. But on the other side of things, Jared Goff and the Lions. So they get Jared Goff. They have the number seven overall pick. Are they still going to pick a QB? Are they going to trade out of that spot? Maybe they could trade to a team like the Saints when Drew Brees is probably going to retire this season. Then they can maybe get a top 10 quarterback or they can get that top 10 draft pick and draft a top five quarterback in this draft class. I want them to stick with James Winston. But, I mean, this is just, I think it's a much better trade for the Lions, in my opinion, than the Rams. Let's move to the MLB. Nolan Arenado has been traded to the Cardinals. You know, there hasn't been so much going on this MLB offseason. We're still waiting on players like Trevor Bauer. But then we saw the news with Francisco Lindor a couple weeks ago. Now we get this bomb. Nolan Arenado has been traded to the Cardinals. I was kind of hoping my Mets would go after Nolan Arenado, but I'll be okay with Justin Francisco Lindor. This is a really, really good deal for the Cardinals. They didn't even have to give up that much. Rockies, I mean, they're they're trying to rebuild, but they're doing the rebuild wrong. You know, in baseball... If you rebuild, it works sometimes because the Astros were terrible for like three straight years. They kept on getting number one overall pick, and then they won the World Series, and then they made the World Series, and they made the World Series two times. Obviously, they were cheating, but they still had good players on that team. And then this year, they got to the ALCS, so, I mean, proved that they still had good players even without cheating. They're, I mean, it's just this Nolan Arenado trade, it's an A plus for the Cardinals. It might just be a D or an F for the Rockies. That's about it for the headlines. Your thoughts in the comment section. Schoolyard Sports NFL Game Day, Super Bowl edition, the last one of the year. You know, we'd like to get that perfect record, but it's only one game, so it's going to be kind of easy. But let's still try and get that one game right, the biggest game of the year. The biggest game in a couple years, maybe even. Bucks Chiefs, Super Bowl, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT versus the potential GOAT. This is going to be a great game. Let's jump into my prediction. Mahomes, I think he gets frustrated by this Bucks defense. I mean, that Bucks Chiefs' first game, the Bucks defense started off terrible, but then, and the Bucks offense started off terrible also, and their defense. And then 
midway through the game, then they start clicking. I'd say since halftime of that game, the Bucks have been a completely different team. They've been a great team actually since then. Like they've won out actually since then, I'm pretty sure. And they've just been on fire since then, the Bucks. And they're gonna frustrate Mahomes. Mahomes is gonna get frustrated. He's not gonna throw for four hundred yards, three hundred yards, maybe two hundred and fifty yards, two hundred and thirty yards, something in that range. Because like the Falcons game, Mahomes got really frustrated. He didn't play well. He threw a pick in the end zone. It wasn't a solid game for him. He's gonna get frustrated early on. May pick it up somewhere down the way. The Bucks, they're gonna show out. And they are gonna win the Super Bowl this year. 37-34 bookmark it. Tom Brady gets his seventh Super Bowl of his career. Sorry, Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year. No debate about it. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five. Today's top five is top five NFL quarterbacks right now. So, say Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year. Doesn't necessarily mean he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Because what if he throws three picks in that game or something? Let's say going into next season, top five NFL quarterbacks. My first honorable mention is Russell Wilson. I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. I think the last time we did top five NFL quarterbacks, I think you were on this list. Um, you're not a top five quarterback. You're probably number six right now. But you're an honorable mention. My other one is Justin Herbert. He's going to be a great quarterback next year. He has a chance to win MVP next season. That's how talented I think he is. It could be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done, Justin Herbert. He'll win a couple Super Bowls down the way. He's an honorable mention. He's going to have a great year next year, and he's the seventh best quarterback going into next season. Now, here's where we get into the top five quarterbacks. Top five quarterbacks in the NFL, going into the NFL season. Number five, Josh Allen. So, Josh Allen, it's kind of hard to remake what you did this year. You had an exceptional, amazing, amazing season this year. It's going to be hard to replicate that, do that again. So, I'm putting you at number five, Josh Allen. Number four, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl this year, in my opinion. So, it's only right to put him at number four. Number three, Deshaun Watson. You know, he's not going to be on the Texans next year, even though Texans say, we are not going to trade Deshaun Watson. All right, they're going to trade Deshaun Watson. The Houston Rockets said that every team, whenever a player requests a trade, the team always says, we're not going to trade him. And then they always end up trading him. So, Deshaun Watson won't be on the Texans next season, and he'll have a great year in whatever team he's on. And he's the third best quarterback going into next season. Number two, Aaron Rodgers, who will be the reigning MVP. He will win MVP this year, Aaron Rodgers. Number two. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. All right, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes won't win the Super Bowl this year, but he might win it next year. The Chiefs may be my Super Bowl pick for next year. Never know. But Patrick Mahomes is going to be the best quarterback going into next season. No debate about this. I mean, you could say Tom Brady. You could say Josh Allen. You could say Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to put Mahomes here. Best quarterback in the NFL going into next season. That's about my top five quarterbacks going into next season. Who are your top five NFL quarterbacks going into next season? Leave that in the comment section. Now, did you know, Super Bowl edition. This whole episode, it's going to be a lot about the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is this week. Did you know that the refs who officiate the Super Bowl also get Super Bowl rings? It's not the same as the ones the players get. It's not as flashy. It's not as, you know, but they still get Super Bowl ring. That's mind-boggling. Say they blow, like, the biggest call in NFL history. They'll still get a Super Bowl ring after that. It's kind of crazy to think about. Did you know that NFL refs who officiate the Super Bowl get Super Bowl rings? Did you know that? Leave down in the comment section. Now, you know I said in the headlines how we were going to do the trade grades. We're going to grade the trade for the Lions and the Rams, the Matthew Stafford deal. Let's hop into it. 
So I'm going to give the Lions an A-. minus. You get Jared Goff. Cool. You get a first-round pick. Awesome. You get a third-round pick. Good. So, Jared Goff, you know you're not going to... I think Jared Goff's a good quarterback. He might even be better than Matthew Stafford. Hot take. Jared Goff, uh, good player. Good player. You know you're not going to get a 50-touchdown season out of him. And you have the number seven pick in the Lions. Maybe a guy like Trey Lance or Mac Jones who you pick there. Maybe he could throw for 50 touchdowns in a single season. Trey Lance had 48, I think, total touchdowns. 42 total touchdowns last year in North Dakota State. 28 passing, 12 rushing. Good player, Trey Lance. He can maybe be your... I mean, Jared Goff, he's maybe a franchise quarterback, but you know what you're going to get out of him. He's like Joe Flacco. He's not elite. You know what you're going to get out of him. So, decent. I'm not going to throw 50 touchdowns in a season. So, like I said, maybe if they didn't take Jared Goff in that deal and they took, like, another... And he has a huge contract also. I mean, $100 million, bad cap space. I mean, how are they going to pay guys like Kenny Galladay now? I mean, maybe they should just get rid of him. They could probably get a first-round pick for Jared Goff the Lions, but maybe they should have taken three first-round picks for the Rams instead of Jared Goff. But obviously, it's a complicated situation here. I'm going to give the Lions an A-. minus. The Rams. I'll give the Rams a B plus. You know, it's a pretty even deal, I guess. Yeah, Matthew Stafford, man, it's championship or bust, all right? If you don't, if you don't win a championship, Les Snead, their GM, will probably end up being fired. Maybe even Sean McVay. I mean, I, I don't know, but... I think Sean McVay knows what he's doing. He knows what he can do with Matthew Stafford. It's championship or bust. And if it's bust, they're all fired. Because you don't trade. It's interesting, this situation. I'm giving the Rams a B plus. They haven't had a first-round pick since 2016, which was Jared Goff. I don't think they're going to have it until 2023. Very interesting. Those are my trade grades. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, let's take a look ahead. What will the Eastern Conference Finals be? And what will the Western Conference Finals be? And who will win? So, like I said last episode, top two teams in the NBA are the Lakers and the Celtics. I'm sticking with that pick. I mean, you can disagree with me. The two best teams, in my opinion, are easily Lakers and Celtics. So, the Conference Finals in the West will be the Lakers or the Clippers or the Lakers and the Nuggets. I'm actually going to pick the Lakers and the Nuggets. Uh, I'm not buying into the Clippers at all. I mean, they're going to lose somewhere in the playoffs. They're going to lose to the Rockets if they make the playoffs. They're going to lose to the Jazz. They're going to lose to the Nuggets. They're going to they're gonna lose to somebody, the Clippers. They're not going to make the conference finals. It'll be Lakers-Nuggets, and the Lakers will easily win that series. No debate about it. Then, in the Eastern Conference, it'll be Celtics-Nets. I'm not buying into the Sixers. I'm sorry, Philadelphia. Maybe you can convince me somewhere down the line. But right now, my Eastern Conference pick is Celtics and Nets. And what I think wins that series is the Celtics, all right? I'm not going to—I don't—the Nets, they're going to drop 150, but then the Celtics will drop 160 because they have no defense. They're gonna, the Nets are going to drop 130 one night. The Celtics will drop 145. It's going to be a series of this. James Harden and KD work better than—it's it, a much better duo than KD and Kyrie. And maybe that can change somewhere down the line. But the finals, in my opinion, will be Lakers and Celtics. And the Eastern Conference Finals will be Nets, Celtics. Western Conference Finals will be Lakers, Nuggets. Call me crazy if you want. Those are my opinions. Those are my picks. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for a look ahead this week. Now, the NFL Awards show is right around the way. It's the night before the Super Bowl. MVP, I think Aaron Rodgers kind of has locked up a couple other things. But let's jump in to my NFL awards. MVP, Aaron 
Rodgers. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, Josh Allen. It'll be Aaron Rodgers. No debate about it. Rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. Justin Herbert. It's going to be Justin. It will either be Justin Jefferson or Justin Herbert. I'm going to pick Justin Herbert because the voters may want to lean towards the quarterback over the wider receiver. I wouldn't be shocked if it was Justin Jefferson. I wouldn't be mad if it was Justin Jefferson either. I'd be happy with if either of these guys won the award, but I think it should go to Justin Herbert. Coach of the year. The obvious choice. The unanimous choice. Doug Peterson. I'm kidding. I'm actually going to go with Ron Rivera. I was thinking maybe going Andy Reid, but I'm going to go Ron Rivera. He had cancer all season. He had so many different quarterbacks. He had a team with no name, so many distractions. And he managed to take that team to the playoffs. The playoffs. When their presumed-to-be franchise quarterback got cut midway through the, late in the season. When they had to go to uh, their emergency COVID quarterback who was still in college at that time. Who was still in, doing classes in college to start a playoff game. Who had Alex Smith, who was, I mean, as their quarterback for most of the season. Who had Kyle Allen. He should win coach of the year. No debate about it, Ron Rivera. This is an easy choice. I'm sorry, Andy Reid. It is Ron Rivera. Comeback player of the year, like I said and right before. It'll be Alex Smith. Maybe they should just name it Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year Award because it's just his comeback has just been insane. I think my midseason award, I think I said it would be, um, I think I said it would be Big uh, Ben Roethlisberger, but that was before Alex Smith came back to play for the Washington football team and lead them to the playoffs. Right now, it's it, it, it'll be unanimous, unanimous vote. For Alex Smith to be comeback player of the year. Now, I'm going to create my own award. Last one. Who was the most disappointing this season? Carson Wentz or Tua Tungvaluwa? I'm sorry, Tua, for putting you up here. You're just a rookie. I, I've been really harsh on Tua in the past, actually, on this show, even. It's Carson Wentz, though. It is Carson Wentz. You know, but I think next year he's going to have a comeback here. Carson Wentz, he better. Nick Sirianni as his coach. Nick Sirianni, you know, I said he would be a slam dunk higher than I watched his press conference on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Carson Wentz, uh, you were the most disappointing player in the NFL this year. No debate about it. Those are my NFL awards. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Let's do February Madness College Basketball. When was the last time we did this segment? December? Let's talk about college basketball right now. And I got a hot take to bring up. Baylor is the best team in college basketball. I'm sorry, Gonzaga. I'm sorry, Jalen Suggs. I'm sorry, Drew Timmy. I'm sorry, Corey Kisper. I'm sorry, Mark Few, their head coach. I'm sorry. Baylor, led by Scott Drew, their head coach. Jared Butler. A couple other players in that team. They are the best team in college basketball this year. I'm a Michigan fan, but if Michigan was still undefeated, I would put them as the best team in college basketball, but they lost to Minnesota. Michigan right now is the third best, actually, the second best team in college basketball. Let's put Baylor 1, Michigan 2, Gonzaga 3. Michigan's on a two-week hiatus right now. I think they said their next game will be the 14th, last time I checked. Yeah, um, I mean, Michigan, they've been great this year. My favorite team. Baylor, though, is the best team in college basketball this year. They've had a really tough schedule, and so is Gonzaga out of conference, but then they're going to go undefeated in conference play. They're probably going to go undefeated for the whole season, but then they'll, they won't be cutting down the nets at the end. I don't know who will, but right now I'm going to say Baylor is the best team 
in college basketball. And while we're on the topic of college sports, college basketball, let's talk about how the college football, how eSports is bringing back the college football video game. And then that could help, they can be, maybe bring out college basketball video game into effect. Because when I saw that news this morning, I was like, finally. I, I mean, that, that college football video games are going to be back. Hopefully they can bring maybe college basketball video games back. Last time they had it was 2010. NCAA 2K10, I think, Blake Griffin on the cover, maybe it was 2K12, but it's just, I mean, college sports, they're on the upper eyes, players, there might be a law going in soon, players can benefit off their likeness, maybe get paid, not to get paid to go to colleges, but maybe get paid for endorsements, like, when Zion was in college, maybe he could have done a commercial for, like, McDonald's or something, just, you know, like, basic, they just, it's good for the sport, but that's about it for February Madness. My hot take is that Baylor is the best team in college basketball this year. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, who will be the Super Bowl MVP? If Brady throws like five interceptions and still wins the game, they'll probably give it to him. Obviously, I picked the Buccaneers to win the game. Say Patrick Holmes was for like 400 yards, five touchdowns, but still loses the game. Maybe he can win MVP, even though he, my prediction, he loses. But my Super Bowl MVP prediction is Leonard Fournette. He's going to have two touchdowns in this game. Brady will throw three interceptions, which is why he won't win MVP, which is why Leonard Fournette will win MVP. Maybe there's an argument for someone. Maybe you could pick Mike Evans. Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin here, Noel Jones, Tom Brady. Bound to pick Leonard Fournette. He's been on fire, on fire recently. Recently, my picks the Buccaneers. This is both I'm gonna pick someone from the Buccaneers, obviously. That is Leonard Fournette. I'm not gonna pick someone from the Chiefs. If the Chiefs win, it could be Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Hardman, uh, Clyro Hilaire, Le'Veon Bell, Travis Kelsey, a couple other guys. I was actually thinking of maybe putting Shaq Barrett as my MVP, but. I'm not going to. My Super Bowl MVP prediction is Leonard Fournette. Leave your pick in the comment section. That's fine. Now, the Senior Bowl just happened. And I said Mac Jones would win Senior Bowl MVP. It was Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, we're not sure if he's even going to get drafted. No, nowhere's near the first round. Nowhere's near. He's not even going to get drafted on night two. Maybe he'll get drafted like in the fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. But... There's a lot of buzz about the NFL draft quarterbacks. Let's rank them all. The last time we did it, a lot of things have changed since then. My picks are going to be a lot different right now. Let's hop into it. Number one, though, it's going to be the same. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft class. No debate about it. Number two, Zach Wilson. I said Zach Wilson was number two last time. I'm sticking with it, but here's where things change up. Number three, Trey Lance. All right, you can call me crazy. You can say you can say whatever you want. That that might be a shocking pick. Listen to the numbers. 28 passing touchdowns last year. No interceptions. 12 rushing touchdowns. He's mobile. He's big. He has a strong arm like Josh Allen. What's the knock on him? Oh, yeah, he doesn't play. He plays in a little conference called the FCS, a.k.a. Division II. I don't care about that. He's the third best quarterback in this draft class. No debate about it. He will have an amazing career. Number four, Mac Jones. You're wondering, where's Justin Fields? Where's Justin Fields? Alarm's going off. Where's Justin Fields? It's Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a good quarterback. Mac Jones, good quarterback. Great quarterback, actually. Fourth best quarterback. 
in this draft class. Accuracy there. People say, oh, he has a great receiving core. Say they draft into the Denver Broncos, then he still has a great receiving core. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. A couple other guys, Deshaun Hamilton. Mac Jones, number four. Number five, Justin Fields. You're thinking, how did Justin Fields slide number five? Some people have him number one on their boards. He's number five, in my opinion, and that's not me being a Michigan fan, being biased. No, Justin Fields, he's not a pro-ready quarterback. He's just not. Number six is the last one, Kyle Trask. It was just the system he played in Florida, why he was so good. He played against a good team. He played against the first real good defense he had to play against all season in Oklahoma. He threw three picks on like the first three drives in that game. Kyle Trask is number six. The sixth best quarterback in this draft class. No debate about it. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Those are mine. A couple shocking picks. Maybe, you think, but not for me. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the best for last, the last segment of the day. Are the Nets going to win? The question of the day. Are the Nets going to win the Eastern Conference this year? Are they going to make the finals? My prediction right now is no. It'll be the Celtics versus the Lakers. But that could change somewhere down the line. Maybe their defense improves. Maybe they get a big man like Andre Drummond. Maybe. That's the question of the day. Are the Nets going to be coming out of the Eastern? Are they going to make the finals coming out of the Eastern Conference? Are they can win the Eastern Conference. That's the question of the day. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's Bowers for Squared Sports with Land Frick, episode number 21. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view for the best sports content in the world. <laughs>